Welcome, everybody. I'm Cynthia Hanna, a passionate biblical educator, author, and host of the Holy Land Revealed podcast, where I share wisdom and insights about the Holy Land, known today as the Land of Israel, that are hidden inside the Jewish biblical text, and I bring it out for all to see and learn. I strive to make this podcast accessible to all, so I simplify and explain different biblical concepts so that anybody of any faith or background can understand why the land of Israel is so important from inside the biblical text itself. I interweave a wide array of Torah, Hasidic, and Kabbalistic commentators alongside the knowledge that has been passed down to me through a variety of incredible teachers that I've been privileged to study under for the last 11 years here in the Holy Land itself. And if you enjoy this podcast and want to go more in depth, I also teach small groups online where we get deeper into the text, we look at different sources, and we have wonderful group discussions. From the very beginning in the very first book of the Bible, Genesis, we see the land of Israel as the prominent setting and background throughout the entire Jewish scripture. We know that when God began to create the heavens and the earth and everything in it, he designed everything with specificity. And out of all that he created, there's a special piece of land, a place where Europe, Africa, and Asia practically meet. The seemingly perfect background for where Abraham could spread God's teachings across the world. But there's something more than purely geographical reasoning behind this chosen piece of land. There's also something uniquely and spiritually special about this place, which we know today as the land of Israel. Let's go into the text and see what we find. Right after the world was destroyed and rebuilt after the great flood, we meet Abraham, who hears instructions from God telling him to go from his land to the land that God would show him. At this point, Abraham only hears God, but it wasn't until Abraham arrived in the land that God appeared to Abraham and said, I will assign this land to your offspring. The use of the word ro'eh in the text, which means to see, shows us that only after Abraham got to the land did he see God. This is the first hint that there's something very special. A higher level of revelation in connection with God is possible when one is located in the land of Israel. Now, the biblical text also describes the land of Israel to be on a seemingly higher spiritual level, with references requiring one to ascend to the land of Israel, which is ironic considering that Israel, which holds the Dead Sea, is technically the lowest point on earth. We understand from the biblical text that it is referring to a spiritual elevation. It is not surprising that throughout the scripture, we see the land as the setting of many prominent biblical scenes, miracles, prophecies, and revelations from God, because we also learn that Israel has a special type of divine providence. It's the land where God keeps his watchful eye from the year's beginning to the year's end. Out of all the locations on planet Earth, this is the land where God chose to establish his name. It is Israel where he wanted to be worshipped, and especially Jerusalem, on Mount Moriah, where the binding of Isaac took place, where the Jewish temple stood, a house of prayer for all peoples, 
where instruction shall come forth from Zion. God chose and continuously chooses Jerusalem because here's the big secret that people don't want to talk about today, but it's clearly written in the text. You can only really connect and understand God's teachings on this land because the land itself is holy. As a result, it's the place where you can get the closest to connecting and understanding God's teachings. More so than any other place in this world, this is the place where God wanted his name to dwell, where prayers can be best heard, where supernatural and miraculous events are not uncommon. And while people can say that perhaps this was true for the past, that the Kedusha, the holiness of the land, was only during biblical times, like during the time of King David or when the Holy First and Second Temple stood. But no, I'm telling you it's not only the past, but it's also the present and the future. I can tell you firsthand as someone who has lived here for 10 years, the level of Kedusha in this land is palpable. But you don't need to take it from me. You can read about the miracles from the Wars of Independence, Six-Day War, the Yom Kippur War, the ingathering of the exiles, the rejuvenation of the desert land, and Jewish sovereignty over the land of Israel once more. This is nothing short of miraculous. The Jews literally went from the lowest point, having been almost fully decimated in the Holocaust, to a few years after in 1948, when all the Arab countries kicked out the Jews with nothing but what they could carry in their hands and the clothes on their backs. The Jewish civilization has survived against all odds possible and were brought back to the land as prophesied, because God always keeps his promises, just like he gave to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And now that the Jews are back in their homeland, we have awakened the Kedusha, the holiness of this land, once more. We have brought this deserted land back to life, making the desert bloom and providing food not only for Israel, but for the world. We have worked together to develop medical treatments in our labs that have cured some of the world's most horrible diseases. We have developed one of the world's best militaries, despite our small size and despite our young country, that has not only kept us safe on a daily basis, but has developed technology to find the world's most evil terrorists and destroy their plans before they have a chance to hurt innocent people. And in addition, you have hundreds of thousands of people who are learning Torah, practicing the mitzvot, praying and connecting to God on a level that hasn't happened, well, since the Second Temple period. And so there's a synergy of this holy land and a people with a holy mission connecting to a holy text. And we're getting to a point where the words of Isaiah are coming true, where many peoples shall say, Come, let's go up to the Mount of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For instruction shall come forth from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. This is not just a coincidence. It's all written in the biblical text. And it's all coming true, because God keeps his promises, always. No matter how much the anti-Semites, the Amalek, 
want to hide it, despite what the media is fooling you to believe. If your vision is clear and you're connected to God, scripture, the creator, life source, whatever you want to call it, then you can clearly see it for yourself. That's this week's podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends. Also, in the show notes, I list the biblical sources. So if you're like me and love to study the text, I invite you to read it and find us. You can find us on all podcast platforms and on Facebook and Instagram. Visit miraclesfromisrael.com to find out more.